Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Lawrence Holmes. Noon to 2 on Sports Radio 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. Let's go now. You fired the first shot. Let's go, man. Jason Leisure. I'm here in the studio at the score. This is a very, very special honor for you. Co-host of the Sports Adjacent Podcast. I don't really like doing the radio, man. Yes. I don't like doing sports radio like the typical. That's why I've wanted to be on your show because your show is, uh, what's the word for it? Interesting. His takes will leave you speechless. It feels like there is some hateration and holleration in this dancery because I do feel like mm. Jason and, and Tony, there's a little bit of hate there. I'm not sure what holleration means. I'll just be upfront with that. <laughs> I can figure out hateration. I'm not sure about holleration. Jason Leisure on the Lawrence Holmes Show on The Score. Jason Leisure joins me on the Circuit Resort and Casino Hotline. Circuit Resort and Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. The latest episode of Sports Jason is both funny and uh, I think really well done by the boys in talking about what is a complicated issue, the Will Smith, Chris Rock stuff. They spend a, a big amount of time on that subject and Jason is subjected to as a as a black man by Tony quite often over the last couple of weeks of the podcast. Mr. Leisure, how are you, sir? I'm good, Lawrence. Every time that every time he does that, I, I'm like, okay, well, here's the part of the show where I'm not gonna be talking now. I, I appreciate that as an ally, you fall back in those situations and you understand that Tony <laughs> Tony is going to occasionally give you a nugget of information that will be helpful and most of the time just be talking nonsense the rest of the time. There is some of that, yes. It's good. Uh, there's a lot of bear stuff. Like, ordinarily, I would leave you alone this time of year because there's not a ton that's going on. But you, uh-huh. you were down in Fort Lauderdale, I mean, uh, Palm Beach, West Palm Beach, to, to talk with the people. Palm Beach, over at the Breakers Hotel, uh, Hotel for Billionaires, not one that uh, I stay at. And uh, I am still, I'm actually getting out of West Palm today. So I'm still coming to you live from the home of Roadside Shrimp and Drive Through Zoos. Okay, but that sounds interesting and not that yeah, fun to weird be around. Stuff that goes on down here. Well, a lot you of know, weird stuff that goes on down here. You you spend a, a big majority of your career not too far from there, uh, so I'm sure that that the strip malls missed you. Uh, <laughs> now that you're back on on the east coast of, of Florida, what was interesting about talking to you and getting access to George this week versus the last few times that you've gotten a chance to talk to him? 
I thought this was the the 20 minutes or so that we talked with him at the Breakers, I thought was the best he's been in the three seasons plus now that I've covered the Bears. I thought that he explained well the inner conflict that he has with being sick and tired of watching this team be mediocre like everyone is, but also understanding that if he wants to do this right, he has got to fully put it in Ryan Pohl's hands, and he has got to be patient about that. So when Ryan Poles comes and presents to him the plan that we've now all seen play out, which is pretty much a teardown and a cleanup of the toxic waste site that he stepped into when he took the job, George McCaskey's got to accept that. He's got to say, okay, we, that, if that's what Ryan Paul says needs to be done, then I'm signing off on it, including trading Khalil Mack. And while the Bears are certainly not conceding this upcoming season, the moves they've made have been moves that are going to hurt them this season. And they've got to be, they've got to accept that. George has to accept that. And I think he does. It makes me happy that one of the worries that I had, and I know there were, there were a lot of Bears fans who had it, the idea of George allowing Ryan to do the job. And there were some people like, well, he wasn't named president of football operations, so does he really actually have the power? It seems to me, from the moves that have been made, that he has been empowered and he is taking that empowering and actually trying to affect change. Is that the way you see it? Oh, Lawrence, think about six weeks into your job, you want to trade Khalil Mack for draft picks. I mean, I think that says a lot, that that was greenlit by George McCaskey. But furthermore, uh, you know, unrelated, and something that came up was with George McCaskey was the Brian Flores lawsuit and wanting to know what the Bears' stance on that was or what if there was any impact on, uh, on you know, the coaching decision with that. And George McCaskey's way of saying it was, and we had a very good interview with Brian Flores, but Ryan Poles chose a different candidate. So, again, furthering that at least image, and, and I, I find it to be genuine and, and real uh, based on my conversations with Ryan Poles as well, that Ryan Poles is running football, period, at Hallis Hall. I, I don't want to act as if like something nefarious is going on, but I do think that it's interesting how very careful, whether it was Ted in January or George now, how they've been when they're talking about Arlington Heights. It, they they really do seem like th- they're buying a house and they're in the, the, the phase where you're doing all the inspections and you want to make sure that everything is right before you fully commit all of your money to it. I, I think it's a good thing that they are being so careful with this deal. Yeah, but I think they're being overly guarded and cautious in what they say about it. They're not even – George especially is – hesitant to even say that they're looking at building a stadium there and it's obvious that's what they're doing come on and i i think that uh it's something that if they it's one of these things lawrence like when you act squirrely about it you make it seem like a squirrely thing right like for example for example it was brought up in the press conference uh when they introduced matt eberflus and ryan poles it was brought up that they share an agent and them acting squirrely about it is what makes that 
a squirrely situation to me. If you say, yeah, that's how we know each other. That's how we met originally. It's because we share an agent. So what? I, I don't really see what the big deal is like that. I mean, there's people that that's how they meet. There's people meet through mutual friends and mutual business associates. And I don't think that's why Matt Eberflus got that job. But when you start acting squirrely about even the, that subject, as the bears are kind of acting a little squirrely about the stadium, it, it's, it looks, it makes it look like there's something there that we should be concerned about. It does. But I, I the way that I viewed it, I did view it that way. Like I viewed it as, is something not quite right with it, but I, I get it. Like I, it's it's a massive undertaking what they're doing. So being cautious with it, I'm I'm okay with. And when I do hear George talk about it, it does sound like someone that's a little bit nervous. But whenever you're going to do something that big, I, I would understand. I could completely understand why he might be hesitant to 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 speak on it. But I wanted to ask you about Matt Eberflus too. The the mm-hmm. more you talk to Matt Eberflus, what do you think? Well, I usually, and this is just kind of my personality, like I usually start out with, you know, I'm, I'll believe you until you lose me. So I kind of start out believing in and on board with Matt Eberflus and Ryan Poles until they lose me. And I was the same way with, Matt Nagy and Ryan Pace, and then they both made decisions where I'm like, all right, I'm out on this. Like, this doesn't, this is not the path forward for the team that I cover. Um, so Matt Eberflus starts with some credibility and some goodwill, I think, not just with me, but with the city at large, just by not being Matt Nagy um, at this point. And I think that I like how at ease he is with what's going on. I like how confident he is in his plan. He is not pre-worrying about what's going to happen if they go 4-13 and this year. I don't know if he really thinks that that's how bad it'll be or not, but he is looking at this as like a 10-year plan or longer. And so if there are some bumps at the beginning of that, like the roster moves they've been making this offseason are going to be short-term hits, he's good with that for the long-term gains because that's how he views this project. He expects to be here for a really long time, and he is making decisions based on that viewpoint. Hmm. What do you think of him? I'm coming around on him more. Uh, he he made an inter- he made a funny comment the other day. Uh, he was talking about he likes Eminem guys on the offensive line, and he immediately goes, "It's it's not another acronym. It's not another acronym." Like he, I think he knows he's got some perception that you know people have been chuckling about the uh, hits acronym and everything, and you know, the, the corporate speak that he kind of brings to it. But I, I think that with stuff like that, if he's going to deliver it in a way, present it in a way to the players where it's like, I, I find you don't like acronyms, whatever, but we're measuring this stuff. We have specific measurements and criteria that we're going to metrics that we're going to use to determine how things are going and who's playing the way we want and who's not and where our team is going. I think when, when it, when you show that there's going to be ways to measure this and look at the data on this, then I think it's going to go over well. And I think that it's, it, in general, he conveys a very calm, confident, adult presence as far as how he plans to deal with the players. Now, we, you're asking me this, and we're trying to assess this, and we're trying to you know, figure him out 
they hadn't, he hadn't coached a game yet. Like you might get a totally different guy if they start 0 and 7. Like you have no idea what it's going to be like until they actually they actually get in that high risk, high pressure situation of the season starting. Jason Leisure covers the Bears for the Sun Times. You wrote a piece about Eddie Jackson, and I got to tell you, like I wasn't ready for an Eddie Jackson piece in 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 March, <laughs> but it made a lot of sense considering the new defense and and maybe some of the new responsibilities that he's going to have, what have they said about him? And, and what has he said about what his role is going to be? Well, they haven't said it, but I'm sure they see what the rest of us see is we see a guy that was awesome and then got a big contract. And then where's he been since that? So that's not something that, Holes or Eberflus has said, but I think I don't know how they could miss it. And I did ask Matt Eberflus, you know, as you study the personnel that you're inheriting and try to figure out who do I want, who do I move on from, how, what's it like watching Eddie Jackson's 2018 film and also watching his 2021 film? How do you make a determination off which guy he is? And Eberflus is focused on that 2018. And even 2019, if I remember right, Eddie Jackson was pretty good. Uh, focused on that Eddie Jackson, and how can we get back to that? And you know, he's been talking a lot, Lawrence, about this is a fresh opportunity for everyone. This is fresh grass for everyone. That sounds kind. Of, that sounds nice. That's also a little bit of a threat. That also is is a warning that like I'm, I'm not attached you, to you. Yeah, it's not on me to make your contract look smart. I don't care about this. I'm not the one that signed you to that. I'm not the one that developed. You and that even applies to guys like Sam Mustafer. I, I don't care about your rags to riches story. That's not a credit to me. You're, it's you're either good enough or you're not right now. And that's I think the way it is with Eddie Jackson. He was a guy where when you're you're looking, you're coming in and looking at their cap numbers, and you're looking at all this money being spent for a six and eleven team, and you're saying, well, we got to cut the fat. Eddie Jackson would have been a candidate with that cap number to either trade or cut and save some cap space down the road. And they are looking instead, they are betting instead that they and he can get back to what he was when he was one of the best safeties in the league. Do you, I mean, do you even remember this? It was so long ago, it feels like. Now, we were talking about him chasing Ed Reed. Yep. I mean, Ed Reed was talking about him chasing Ed Reed. Like, yeah. Ed, Ed Reed was asked about the young safeties in the game, and one of the guys that he mentioned was Eddie Jackson. And, and we knew the ball hawking was a big deal, and he was able to do that, that he had that skill versus being someone that came down in the box and tackled people. But it's been, it, it's been a spotlight on his lack of tackling prowess and then not having the interception numbers to make up for his lack of prowess as a tackler. Yeah, I think he's at a big crossroads right now because if they had cut him, and he'd hit the open market, he certainly would have had offers, but I'm not sure how great the offers would have been. So maybe maybe the the jolt of a new administration coming in and believing in him and wanting to help him turn it around and the realization that he is not nearly at the status that he was a couple of years ago, maybe that sparks something in Eddie Jackson. And if it does, if you get the best of Eddie Jackson, you have a really, really good dangerous player at the back end of your defense. What did you think of what happened down in Tampa yesterday? Because I feel like that was some some pretty slick allyship by 
but because I'm I'm reading now about the rules that were in place and they they circumvented the rules because the Rooney rule says that even if you're hiring an, a a person of color that works inside your building that you have to interview at least two of them from outside of the building unless the change occurs after the new league year starts. So I thought that was some pretty slick stuff by, by Bruce Arians to get his guy, the job that he wanted him to have. So slick and like in a good way or a bad way, in a really good way. I think, I I think it was, I mean, you're, I don't, I don't even, I, I don't know. I'm surprised anyone would even bring up that rule when they gave the job to a black coach who was a prominent candidate in the recent hiring cycle. And uh, I think, I think it was great. I mean, what a great opportunity for Todd Bowles compared to any of the other jobs that he was up for. I mean, this is not a re- you're inheriting a team that's ready to contend right now. And Tom Brady may only be around for the first year out of this five-year contract, but that's a pretty good start. It's a pretty good, you know, pretty good situation to walk into for Todd Bowles instead of like, you know, being the coach of the Jaguars or something like that. So uh, I think it's great. Um, I think it is, it, it was a good move by Bruce Arians to make sure that the guy he wanted to take over got the job and that Todd Bowles got the opportunity that we again saw him get passed over. What were there nine openings uh, prior to this one in the league? And so more than a quarter of the league. And he, he as the, with the, with the reputation and pedigree that he has and how good that defense has been, didn't get any of those jobs. Yeah, arguably the best resume that was available for head coaching candidates, and and he didn't get one of them, but he got the one that is the closest to winning a Super Bowl, which works out great for he him. He got the best one. Yep, he no doubt about it. Sir, have a wonderful trip back. Be safe. I'll talk to you soon. All right, Lawrence, thank you. That is Jason Leisure. He hosts the Sports Adjacent podcast, which is hilarious. And today's episode that is out is really, really funny. He's also the Bears beat reporter for the Sun-Times. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.